Okay, we're going to begin this story. It's called The Principal Van Story, taken from It's a Rum Life, Book 2, Boston, 1960 to 1970. This story is from the same year as the minivan to the station, and it's the same newspaper in Boston, Lincolnshire, UK. By 1963, I had become not exactly disillusioned with my position at the Lincolnshire Standard, that is, rather unsure of my future. This particularly following a huge carpeting by the, by the boss after being nicked for exceeding the standard 40 mile an hour commercial vehicle speed limit of the time. I'd been charged with travelling at speed in excess of 75 miles an hour in a Ford Thames 500 weight van with antique side valve, Ford pop engine and three speed gearbox. The ridiculousness of the estimated velocity of the van when loaded to the roof at the time with newspapers was incredible enough. Added to that, was the fact that it all happened down a straight road seven miles long in a thunderstorm and I had passed numerous vehicles with the police car trying in vain to attract my attention. The first and lasting lesson that taught me was use your rear view door mirrors avidly even if streaming with rain and condensation. The boss was so furious with the picture of his beloved vehicle fleet being treated in such a cavalier fashion that he plastered the story of my escapades on page 3 of the next edition. And to think that all that effort was for him in the first place. That blasted antique printing press had broken down again and as I always seemed to get the jobs that no one else would do I was delegated to deliver these papers. The papers were so late they had missed the Milsons bus they normally travelled on to Horncastle. My task was to catch up with the bus, stop it, transfer the papers and get back to the office pronto to continue with my normal job of selling advert space and copywriting. The fact that I was still very young, 19, and very enthusiastic had some influence on the way I took on the task, with all my heart. Can you imagine being placed in this situation, catch up with the bus and stop it? The fact that I was eventually stopped by the police and had to endure a somewhat lengthy interview due to the circumstances meant that the bus had almost reached its destination by the time I caught it. The police had bells at that time, not sirens, as the police car was travelling through the same thunderstorm and driving rain behind me, his bell was somewhat difficult to hear. Didn't you see my headlamps flashing you? inquired the slightly amused constable. My reply of I couldn't see anything through all that murk, did not help, especially as he then went on to state, but you passed a tractor pulling a trailer loaded high with straw, then a breakdown lorry pulling a van, didn't you see those either? 
He finished his excited dialogue with, It took me four miles to stop you. What could I say, except, But this is a Ford 500 weight van. It has a pushrod engine of about zero horsepower. How could I possibly be doing over 75 miles an hour? I think that clinched it. I was booked. Hook, line and sinker. Lesson two was keep your mouth shut, no matter how aggrieved you feel. So you see, I felt the boss was unfair in having a particular go at me. The vehicle fleet at that time, 1963, comprised the Mark I Anglia van of four years vintage and a relatively new minivan. There was a big but coming now. There were various departments within the newspaper company. The newspaper itself had numerous editions and several branch offices within the county. Based at head office in Boston were reporters 6, photographers 2, advertising staff 4, including myself, and office staff. Eddie, the office and circulation manager, needed to keep a close eye on his news agents and pay them regular visits to collect his dues. Eddie didn't drive, and never did right up until the day he died in 2007. Always cheerful and amusing, he seldom mentioned his particular skill as a wartime Lancaster bomber navigator. I was his regular chauffeur in one of the van fleet. We became good friends. All these good folk needed a vehicle to get out to their various engagements and functions. Private cars were still very few in number compared to the years to come. So you can see that getting one's hands on either of these much maligned four-wheeled chariots was a work of art. To add to the chagrin of the initial problem of actually finding a van was the additional complication of keeping accurate records of where, what, how, when and why you went in the said vehicle. All on the Department of Transport approved vehicle logbook which had to be produced to an officer of the law on request. Finally, there was a general printing works. They frequently needed transport to deliver their finished goods and collect raw materials. Who was their driver of choice? I'll leave you to guess. There we are, that's the end of that little story. Brought to you by Cracker Books, written and read by Keith Sanders. There are lots more stories to read on keithsandersisthestoryman.wordpress.com Lots more free audio stories on this Buzzsprout site and there are over 50 free videos to watch on Keith Sanders the Short Story Man on YouTube that includes lots of heavy horse videos. There's a shop where you can see the books that we compile. All the stories you read and listen to are pushed into books. Uh, they're easy to download. They're not expensive. Do have a look at them. Uh, the, the site is called richardkeithsanders.sells.com Thank you for listening.